Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew. Our sneak peek at next week, episode number 594 comics coming out. Originally, October 6th and 7th, 2020. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming week. Drew, anything else happening out in the world of comics? No, too much stuff to talk about. Let's get right into the hot 10. Right, and let's go to our good friends over at Comic Book Invest. Dot com. They do a Hot 10 Comics, and uh, they happen to be on the same darn schedule we are, so the Hot 10 Comics for October 2nd. Uh, Drew, let's start at the top, and this is a book we haven't talked about in a while, Black, yeah. number one. Um, I remember we were big on it when it first came out. You really enjoyed it. I read, I think, just the first issue. I um, think I read just the first issue as well. Um, it was one of those Black Mask books that uh, fell off the planet and th- th- there was like an, an issue or two and then nothing forever yeah it was when black mass just couldn't get things out month to month to month so nothing's so changed we were, yeah so we were quick to give up on them uh but we really liked what we read in the first one yeah it was it was a good book and it was hot too i think it was hot back then and i mm-hmm. think it didn't then it came back down to earth and if I remember, there's a ton of covers. Yeah, that's right. There were there were a bunch of covers for it. You're right. And yeah, it was it was like part of that wave of black mask stuff that was really awesome. You know, I think wasn't four kids walk into a bank about the same time. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So there was a lot of great stuff that was coming out. None of it really came out on a monthly cadence. Um, and. Uh, We'll see. I think some other things from Black Mask have been optioned. I think that's their whole thing, is pitching their their comics to mm-hmm. for other medium. And uh, I don't know how many of those things have actually made it to the big or small screen at this point, right? There you go. Reports that Warner Brothers acquired this from Studio 8 popped this book to 30 to $40. There is no script, no director, nothing. This is a very long spec and may never actually materialize. No offense, but Black Mass properties don't exactly have a winning track record for actually making it to any screen. At rank two, we have the Amazing Spider-Man Annual number 16. Um, Roger Stern writing, John Romita Jr. on the art. It took a week longer than expected, but prices did their thing this week. 9.8s jumped from 400 to $600. And why is this? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Were we supposed to know this from last week? I remember talking about it, but I cannot remember why we talked about it. I don't it remember either. I don't remember. <laughs> we, one of us needs a brain and memory. We both can't have early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah, one of us needs to figure this out. First, uh, Monica Rambo. Oh, First, man, you're good. Monica Rambo. So this was... Uh, from our, our good friends at WandaVision. We saw the Monica Rambo, so that's where this one, it was just a little later. To oh, that. okay. That's right. All right. Now it's all coming back. Gotcha. All right. At rank three, Savage Dragon, number 12. Uh, the Secret Savage Avengers. So, oops. Good call. Good catch. Savage Avengers. Uh, the Linley Yu secret variant not sure if this was supposed to be a one per store or not but 50 60 sales 
seem to be the norm right now. It may go up or down from there depending on availability. At rank four, Miss Marvel, number 12, the Joel Jones 1 in 25. This is, of course, from the 2016 run. Um, $160 plus. Kamala Khan's casting this week hasn't moved her first appearance a ton, but supporting characters are on the rise. First appearance of Red Dagger has more than doubled in price this week. Wow. Yeah. We talked a lot about Shang-Chi number one coming out at rank five. We have Shang-Chi one, the Dyke Ryan variant. This variant has Shang-Chi's sister on the cover, which has pushed this to sell as much as the one in 50 Jen Bartel variant. Oops. I went with <laughs> cover A. Da. Uh, rank six, Strange Academy one, raw copies, 30 to 50 and even more. I uh, thought it would fizzle out by now, but clearly I was wrong. This was one of our picks. Yeah. At rank seven, the Department of Truth number one, there is the one in 100 variant. Very few of these listed, very few sold, but the sold copies are rising into the mid hundreds just a day after it released. Well, I would hope so. If they're one in 100, you know, they probably should be over $100. But not everything that's one in 100 is sought after, so the fact that there's look and movement is a good thing. You're right. Uh, rank 8, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, number 1. There are what? several high-grade copies that sold for obscene amounts. They include number 17, a 9.8 for $4,500, number 14 in a 9.6 for $3,800, and number 7 in a 9.8 for $2,900. Shouldn't every kid in the world have a stack of these somewhere? <laughs> Apparently none of them made it into the 9s. They were all up. Wow, that's amazing. Drew number nine is just for you. Oh, kind of like Avengers 33 a few months ago. This one is selling for 15 to 20. Doesn't make much sense to me if 33 and 36 are selling that much because the Moon Knight story and cover, why is 35 still a cover price? Um, that is that is very strange. Um, is 34 moving? Do we know? No, just 33 and 36. Because those two sought afters. That's very, very odd. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain that. There you go. At rank ten, Vampirella number six, the Jenny Frizen variant from twenty fourteen. Definitely hard to find, but the price jumped from forty to seventy, and that's quite surprising. Uh, maybe not. Frizen's Vampy and Red Sonia's are very, very good. Uh, well, what? Yeah, we love her, so she's awesome. Hundred percent. At honorable mentions, we got a couple things down here. The first one being Mace Windu, Jedi of the Republic number four, the Declan Shalvey one in 25. Not easy to find. The regular cover went from 15 to 20, and the variant's now going 60 to 70 on that one. Weird. And one of the things they like to toss in here for just edification, Weird Mystery number 12, a 5.5 with slight restoration, sold this week for $2,300. The highest sale I could ever find was a 6.5 blue label for $600 in 2013. Give it up, bro. She's gone. Because it's got a picture of a dude clutching a dead lady. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. I don't I don't see... Is, this like, uh, is there a horror genre collectible market? Uh... When it's October, I'm sure there is. You think that's what it is? Yes. Oh, okay. Very cool. There you go. Let's slide right into the old FOC. 
hot off the yeah, presses. Hot off the press. Of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last opportunity to check out a few things, make sure we get them on our uh, on our polls, make sure that we have them printed just for us. We don't miss them and we don't have them. We want to make sure that our LCSs get those for us because we got to have our books. Um, of course, we get our lovely FOC directly emailed to us these Friday evenings by our friends at Cowabunga Comics. And the DC portions do at 6 o'clock Sunday, while all the others are 6 o'clock on Monday to make sure these things are uh, on time and in your pull box. So, of course, Eric pulls a few things to the top of the hay bale and says, hey, you might want to look at these. So let's go over the things that he is featuring on this week's FOC. The first thing, Batgirl 50, cover A, the Joshua Middleton, and this is the final issue. Talked about DC culling a few of their smaller titles, um, and this is the finale for Batgirl. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, so I have Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 50. Uh, this one, also a $6 book. Um, extra size anniversary issue. So this one's being touted an anniversary issue because it is not leaving. Um, from our friends at Dark Horse Comic, we have the trade paperback for 47 Ronin. Get that for a nice little discount. Um, from IDW, finally, it looks like TMNT, the last run in number one, is finally going to come out. Um, so, there was some... We have, of course, the ash can hit, which caught fire real easily. But, uh, Nine bucks. Like the, yeah, a lot of people didn't like the internal art on it, so it got pushed while we re they redid some things. And it looks like we're finally going to be able to get that here soon. Um, but you still have a bite of that apple. Um, the cover A Eastman Escaranza. No freaking way am I paying nine dollars for it. <laughs> Drew's told you what he thinks of it. Black Widow, Widow Sting number one from Marvel. Uh, X of Swords Stasis number one, another Marvel book. Um, don't know much about that one. Well, somebody's got to care about it. There you go. From Vault Comics, we have Giga number one. He is showing the cover C. Um, the Adam Gorham cover. And from Aftershock, Sympathy for the Devil, number one. Sympathy for Sorry, No Devils. Oh, Sympathy for No Devils, number one. That's pretty cool. But those are just things that, of course, Eric is pointing out to us. Let's dig in ourselves and see if we can find anything. And let's start with some of our DC items. Dark Knight's Death Metal Rise of the New God number one has a 1 in 25 Boss Logic variant. Um, I tend to really like the Boss Logic covers. That is a really nice cover. Very cool. I'm just now getting through the uh, Detective Comics 1027, that 144 pager. <laughs> Man, yeah. it's a lot of, a lot of comic a there. Big book. What uh, cover did you end up doing on that one? Uh, the Quietly. That's right. We talked about that. So there's a one shot for Last God. Yeah, Last God, Song of the Lost Children. Interesting. One shot. It's a black label one shot. Okay. Dan Waters, Steve Beach, Dave Stewart. 
A pretty neat little cover. And only uh, a $5 pre-discount price. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, not a ton out there for me in the DC this week, unfortunately. Alright, let's get down and see if we have anything here in Dark Horse. This Colonel Weird thing is a, um, it's a Black Hammer spinoff deal. Mm -hmm. Which I set out most of these. I've heard that they were good. All these little yeah. spinoffs have been good, but um, it was too much of a of a good thing, I guess, for me. I, I passed. So I'm going to stick this one out as well. There you go. All right, out of that we have some IDW. Canto 2 continuing to move. That was a hot one. Of course, we have TMNT, The Last Throne, and we talked about. We have, of course, our cover A, Kevin Eastman. Um, we have a 1 in 25, or 1 in 10, and a 1 in 25, and a absolute giant litany of different um, individual covers available throughout the internet for different retailers and stuff like that. This one was very popular with its uh, different custom variants and stuff. And into Image. Nailbiter returns is on issue 6. Department of Truth continuing to do an A cover, a B to cover, a 1 in 10, a 1 in 25, and a 1 in 50. Continuing that trend. James Tinian thinks he's an A-lister, I think. Yeah. Is he an A-lister? I don't think he is, is he? <laughs> I don't know. Do you consider him an A-lister? Yes, I do. Do you? I have for a while, though. Huh. Yeah. Okay. All right, Drew, I've missed this one. We've got our good friends at Sex Criminals, and I should have known this was coming, Drew. I should have known. You didn't it's know? You did final. It, it's the final issue of Sex Criminals, and can you tell me what 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 issue they're ending their series on? Well, 69. Of course, it's number 69. Yeah. And we have two secret triple X covers. One of them is a photo variant. Oh, that's... That's tempting. I'm going to say put me down for one. I, I collected like 1 through 30 of all of these before I kind of lost track when they stopped doing as much. Do you want you want to dip your toe back in with the photo variant? Uh, yes. Or the McKelvey? No, the photo. And it could be scary. <laughs> it's probably just straight porn, man. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be... A chip, it could be Chip Zdarsky naked. I mean, that's po that's more than likely what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got another four-cover set for uh, Spawn 311. If it worked, we'll keep doing it. Uh, one of them, uh, well, two of them are Bo Chadwick Boseman tributes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one and five is the sketch version of that, and the cover B is the regular version of that. So that's the five copy. Okay, and 
Now, Eric's doing a thing again. Doing the cover set again, yeah. He's doing the cover set again. So for 13 bucks, you can get all four, and that includes mm -hmm. the five-copy variant, which is actually $9.99 on its own. Yeah, so and, it's like buy, buy two, get two free. Almost, yeah, exactly. Um, and I know I want the Bozeman tribute. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I want everything else. Yeah. So I she think I'm probably B. just going to get cover B. Um, but the sketch, the sketch might be the the one, the sought after one. Yeah. But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll the dice that it's the color prized version there you go and right above let me try that again right above sex criminal 69 um you were telling me about this savage dragon 252 second printing yeah um on you're not gonna your link isn't gonna show uh an image on this but if you go to eric larson's twitter page um he talks about it and it is a peanuts homage so if you recall the dr seuss homages mm -hmm. uh that um, ice cream man was doing and how popular those were um this is a good grief savage dragon with charlie brown and sally as savage dragons on the cover um in the um charles schultz style uh yep. those little uh peanuts books that we all had as kids um so i want two you want two of that, of that. Okay. because okay we, we've got something that's it's kind of new but kind of riding a wave right right um so in order to know that this is coming because it's a second printing so most places are not getting any of them yes um so in order to know what this is and when it's coming, you have three days and you have to both follow Eric Larson and have FOC. Yes. So not a lot of people should know about it. Correct. So I would like to. So um, either listen to us, follow Eric Larson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so e even the folks that followed it, follow him, mm -hmm. if they don't have an FOC... LCS, a lot of a lot, lot of, of yeah. initials there. But if if their LCS does, then they're not going to be able to get that for them. So yeah, they're not going to know what it is in time to, to have got it. They would have had to have gotten it blind. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah, there's three days to figure it out. And what what's the Venn diagram of of those folks? There that... are more Charlie Brown people than there are Savage Dragon people. And there are more second print people than there are Savage Dragon people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hell, maybe I should get a couple of these. <laughs> you literally just copied what I just said. I would like to. Yeah, I think you've, you've got me up in my order. There you go. And that should take us out of image, I think. Yeah, finish up with it. Issue 9 of Undiscovered Country, 5 of That Texas Blood, and down into Marvel. Where I am immediately jumping to... Nope. Oh, no. Not there. Never mind. 
Oh, I did. I forgot. I did get some feedback that I forgot about until just now. Um, oh, is this the, uh, the the unfortunate news? The unfortunate news regarding. Okay, I sent it to you, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, it was our. It was one of our listeners, Dustin Brooks, who said, yeah. um, "I've read through an ent- a list of the full timeless, the full list of timeless covers." And there is no Moon Knight. So yet I'm sitting here looking at a Fantastic Four Alex Ross Medusa timeless variant, and this is possibly the first time I've ever seen this character in my life. Yeah, <laughs> she gets a timeless. She variant. gets a timeless. So they must have been very prescribed on what Marvel wanted from this timeless series, yeah. and it probably didn't have any rhyme or reason to it. Or did so if and it did. anybody knows Alex Ross, reach out for our boy Drew yeah. and say, Look, he's crestfallen. I tweeted at him. He doesn't know what to do with himself. I tweeted at him and he did not respond. He did not respond. No. Um Um Yeah. That's that's disheartening, unfortunately. Yeah, I I even said, Don't you know who I am? Yeah. He did not. I have committed to ten of these if they exist. <laughs> I thought we were gonna forget about that. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that would just slide away. Oh, but sorry, never mind. Yeah, that, I got Eric and you now reminding me that I said yeah, I'd do ten apologies. <laughs> you know, I might. I still might. Yeah. If it happens, I guess I have to. Yes. We got a once in future number nine going to a second printing. Wow. If you were done in now, Marvel, I'm sorry. I'm still looking at Immortal Hulk 39, the Bennett spoiler variant, which literally just says Immortal Hulk in the word spoiler. Um, now, well, the old me would have said, oh, they're going to, there's a cover they're not showing us. But literally, uh, sometimes Marvel will just, that will be the cover where it will literally still say spoiler on it. So who knows what the heck that is. Oh, really? Remember the Wednesdays are for comics ones that I thought would be something different, and then it turns out it was just something stupid. It was that said stupid, Wednesdays yeah. are for comics. Yes, that was a really bad one. Yeah. Um, let's see. You've moved on. Is there any Star Wars here I want to talk about? Nope, we're good. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I didn't mean to rush you through there. It's okay. Turns out you were correct. Any any Mega Man um, problems that you have? Uh, let's look at some covers. One in twenty-five. Okay, that's got to be some sort of robot man master. I don't know. Skull Man. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. I don't like the A. Again, yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. Those freak me. Like that gives me nightmares. Yeah, I don't like the A at all. The C, I like. John Boy Myers. You and I are simpatico. Yeah, that's a good one. That's my dude. That's solid. Yeah. So there's an A, a C, there's not a B, and then there's a 1 in 25. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. A tom- I'm trying to figure out if this once in future is worth grabbing this second print. Oh. At, at number 9 at this point, is it? But how long has it been since A Once in Future went to a second print? It looks kind of like that one Swamp Thing cover. It does. 
the autumnals down in vault going to second printings on their foil and regular hmm interesting and I think that's it yeah there's the giga number one having an a b c a 15 and a 30 and that's all the things I found so uh, give me uh, a naked comic and two Charlie Browns. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I'd like to ask for it at the store. Yep. Give me one of them naked ones and two Charlie Browns. <laughs> All right. From this FOC, where do we go now? Cover, cover price? Yeah, let's go over to cover price. All right. You want to do the top ten or the bottom ten? I will start us off. Cover price runner, or nope, I clicked runners up. So I don't even know what we're doing. Aha, here we go. All right, cover price top 10 for the week ending of the second. So at rank one, we have Miss Marvel number 13 from 2015. It's been rumored that Red Dagger and Comron, an inhuman, are set to appear in the Miss Marvel series. While this news circulated last week, it actually goes back to a month ago when Lee casting calls match the looks of the two listed characters above. With that said, Comron's first appearance is in this issue and landed in the number one spot this week, selling 13 books, up 794% with a high sale of 25 bucks for a raw copy. Wow. First at ranked, yeah, At rank two, uh, Kyle Pick, Cyberpunk 2077, Trauma Team Number one, with so much anticipation around this Keanu Reeves-centric game, Keanu Reeves is in no way safe performing the center of this game, set to release on November 19th, 2020, a lot of heat was brought to this comic. With the trend of video game comics retaining significant value long-term, this first issue sold 24 additional copies, uh, up 274%, with a high sale of $20 for raw costs copy also the limited to 300 set exclusive variants and prints and stuff um had a high sale of 580 dollars. now was this the one that had the uh momoko variant no that was not the momoko variant this was just the simple cyberpunk 2077 one okay but it did have a it did have a momoko variant didn't it no that was uh horizon zero dawn oh well get my games confused yeah, it happens to the best. Uh, at rank three, we have X-Men 12. This issue, which featured the first appearance of the Summoners, Iskara the Unbeaten, the White Sword, and the first cover appearance of the High Summoner, who's the first, whose first is in X-Men number 12 from 2019, dropped one spot this week, so it really didn't go too far, selling 53 additional moved copies. Uh, $18.99 uh, up to for a raw copy. Okay, so this is X-Men number 12 from 2020. And this has the first appearance of the Summoners. And they're saying there's a, there's a the High Summoner whose first appearance is in X-Men number 12 from yes. 2019. So there was a 12, an X-Men 12 in 2019 and an X-Men 12 in 2020? Uh, Did it relaunch then, I guess? Relum renumber? Yeah, I was going to say it could be a different series that's not uncommon. I know I know Marvel doesn't like to renumber very often, but 
Maybe they did. <laughs> Are you looking it up or? Yeah, let's see if I can find X Men twelve twenty nineteen. Yeah, I can't tell if there's. It must have. Yeah, I I read so few X comics, so it's hard for me to keep up. Yep, not completely sure on that one there. So we're going to pop that one. At rank four, of course, Amazing Fantasy 15 from 2004. Um, Just number one. Yeah, Amazing Fantasy number one. We talked about this as Aranya's first appearance. Um, still selling well, 39 copies. Um, a CGC 9.8 going for 460 bucks. At rank five, the first appearance of Spider-Man 2099 in Spider-Man 365. Really picking up in the last couple weeks. 32 copies moved. Uh, high sale, a CGC 9.8 going for $213. Good dick. Yeah. At rank 6, we have Stillwater another, number 1, another new release that landed on this list. This horror book from Chip Zdarsky had some anticipation. The premise is simple. A, temp, a town where nobody dies. Not a horror book, by the way. <laughs> Those who had trouble finding this in stores turned to online sales, which increased the market value. It sold 16 copies, uh, seven-day trend for a 197% up, and $13 for a raw copy. Got kind of a Twilight Zone feel to it, um, if you consider that horror. Yeah, and the the book I was comparing it to but couldn't think of the name of, Revival. Revival, Yes. Uh, a thumbnail number one from Vault Comics 2020, the new Vault series uh, by the New York Times bestselling author Daniel Krauss, is the first title under Vault's Nightfall Horror imprint. Many reported that this series was quite difficult to find and had to turn to online sales. Uh, there's 10 copy move, but 25 bucks for Rawls trying to get into that autumnal. Uh, we talked about it with Amazing Fantasy number one, but Arana, the Heart of the Spider number one from 2005. There's speculation that uh, will be the Spider-Woman in Olivia Wilde's Sony film. We talked about this before. Uh, $18.99 for a raw copy of that one. Why? Still... Why would it be her? Why do we think that? Uh, so, there is speculation. There's just spe <laughs> It's just speculation. That's all we do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At Rag 9, Amazing Spider-Man 361, we're all eagerly awaiting a Let There Be Carnage trailer so that we can see Cletus, a.k.a. Carnage, in action. As we wait, collectors are currently driving the price for this first full appearance up. Moving 25 copies, a CGC 9.8 going for $625. And at rank 10, we have the Amazing Spider-Man annual number 16 we talked about earlier. After the ex official WandaVision trailer, uh, blah, 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 Monica Rambo, who later takes on the Captain Marvel moniker, among many others. Uh, high sale, CGC 9.8, $409. Good stuff. Yeah. I get Amazing Spider-Man number four, uh, the old Silk first appearance. Uh, her first full appearance in this issue sold 21 copies. Uh, at a high sale of 350 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Oh, gosh. Savage Hulk from 1980, the first issue. Now that Tatiana Maslany has been cast as Jennifer Walters and She-Hulk, um, sale prices have 
went up again, and we have a high sale of 715 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Ultimate Fallout number four, Miles' first appearance, 1249, 1249.99 for a CGC 9.8. Nova number one from 1976 it sold 16 copies and had a high sale of 340 bucks for his cgc 96 batman 99 the jimenez 1 in 25 the nightwing design that kyle liked so much mm -hmm. uh, this um sold 22 copies at a high sale of 38 dollars for a raw sale it goes back to what you we were saying multiple times now when things like that crossover between uh batgirl and nightwing where the you know there was two fan bases that wanted that that same book and maybe you know the batman and nightwing maybe there are two separate fan bases and the nightwing people came out in droves and drove this up there you go right yep uh the hero trade ash can from bad idea comics um this is kicking off the publisher Bad Ideas first release, limited to 250 ash cans, snuck into local comic shops with many not even knowing that they what they had. 16 copies sold of this this week alone at a high sale of $765 for a raw copy. Yeah, the Bad Idea. Um, I think I don't know if they're like punking us, but they're doing a horrible job of rolling out their <laughs> comics. They're, I don't know what they're doing. Um, they they supposedly were going to work with Calabunga, but I don't think they have um, to this point. And who knows when this stuff's coming out? And by the time they figure it out, is anybody going to care anymore? Um, yeah, it, it's it's really they're really living up to their name. Um, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Annual sixteen. Um, this book was hot enough this week for even the newsstand to land on the list. This there's still newsstand copies. That's interesting. Uh, this first 1982. Oh yeah, it is 1982. Yeah, <laughs> this first appearance of Monica Rambeau sold 13 copies, had a seven day of 121 percent and a high sale of 135 dollars for CGC 96. Uh, New Mutants 98, Deadpool's first appearance is picking up again. Um, and with a high sale of almost a thousand dollars for a CGC 98. Oh man, that's crazy. Black Lightning number one from 1977. In the re recent release of Batman and the Outsiders number 16, Black Lightning showcases a new level of his power. And Bar Batman directly mentions that he's potentially as powerful as Superman and Wonder Woman. With this mm. tease, many are eager to see that happen. We're not sure if that's the reason for the recent spike, but it's the most recent event. Um, many articles came out after this issue highlighting this highlighting this specific issue. It's definitely one to check out. It sold uh, 14 copies, had a high sale of $195 for a CGC 9.6. And rounding out the top 20, X-Men number two from 2019. Um, this is the first appearance of the High Summoner, and it's, uh, let's say, they're saying this is X-Men number two. So that was probably a typo in that other thing, Kyle. Okay, gotcha. So X-Men number two was from 2019, not 12. 
X-Men. Okay, so 12 was the 2020. And no. And then 2 yeah. was the, the, the other yeah. first appearance. was the 2019 gotcha. first appearance, yes. Gotcha, 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 um, gotcha. His first appearance of the High Summoners picking up uh, t- had a high sale of 12 bucks for a raw copy. That's my speed. I can handle that. <laughs> All right, before we move on uh, to our sneak peek, we do have Comicron numbers for August, kind of. Okay. Um, so if you go over to Comicron, you can follow along, check this stuff out. Um, it's, it's, it's not quite the same. You know, Diamond didn't release market shares. Um, the guys at Comicron are projecting, the guy at Comicron is projecting, uh, that Marvel... Uh, would have been responsible for about six times the dollars attributed to its nearest competitor, that would be Image. Um, But they also say that DC probably led the month. Now, here's their top ten. But they don't have specific hard numbers to this, but this is their projections. In the number one slot, they have Batman 3 Jokers, which we've heard anecdotally from Jim Lee... um, whether he was spot on or not, sold 300,000 copies. There you go. So, yeah, I agree with that one. Um, then we have Batman 96 and 97 at 2 and 3. We have Dark Knight's Death Metal number 3 at the 4th slot. Uh, then we get Detective Comics 1025, um, Venom 27, then Detective Comics 1026, then Thor, then Harley Quinn, then that first Maestro, uh, that I like so much. Um, then we have an X-Men uh, rank 11, a Spider-Man at rank 12, another Dark Knight's Death Metal Guidebook, a Wolverine, a Spidey, um, another Dark Knight's, and then we have Batgirl, uh, the 48th issue of Batgirl at rank 17, followed by Empire, um, the 73rd issue of Nightwing, and rounding out the top 20 is Venom 25. Um, so, okay. So some of this stuff, I, I mean, it makes sense. The three Jokers makes sense to me. Um, I could go with Bat, the Batman 96 and 97 being two and three. That's possible. Um, people are excited about, I guess people are excited about Joker. Or I don't know that that's true. Um and we haven't had any real numbers to be able to back that up. Um, uh, the fact that we have Batgirl, a canceled book, at rank 17, hmm. surprises me greatly. And that followed by Nightwing, which uh, Kyle's favorite character, but it hasn't been selling well. Correct. It's been selling very poorly. Uh, in the 20s, um, I think it stayed out of the teens, but I'm not sure uh, the last time we had a hard numbers. I know it was in the low 20s. Um, so those numbers don't jive to me at all. Uh, they're, they're projections. They don't make, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, now, he, he can't really do a market share. Um, he's kind of guessing. Uh, I, I appreciate the hard work he's done. But I don't know that these numbers are based on anything real. Um, but wishful thinking, maybe, if he's a DC fan. Um, 
Kyle, what do you think about this? Anything jump out at you when you look at them? They seem a little odd. I mean, the Batgirl thing, obviously, I'm like, huh? I don't, I don't know that that's there or should be there. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but hey, it's nice to have something. <laughs> it, it was probably a Joker War, war tie-in. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what else could have driven those sales like that. I don't remember it being hot on any of our lists for any reason. Um. It, it, but see, I would have, I would have thought that Spawn three hundred nine would have actually been higher than a lot of those books. <laughs> Was that the the Gunslinger Spawn? Yeah, and we knew, a, and we knew some of that ahead of time. Yeah. Um, now he's also saying that it it's tough with Image and Boom books. Yeah, it's true because they were they're all shipped a hundred percent returnable. Uh, in August, because of the yeah the their good customer service. I mean, good for them. I mean, it's great for for no no risk to the retailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know that's that's great. Hopefully, that means additional copies were brought in. But in the past, when there's been a returnable book, they've always reduced. Their, their projections by 15 to 20%. Yeah. And I always hated that. Bothered me then. And and now that we're, we have no numbers at all, uh, it bothers me still. Uh, we've got a, a... He's got a facsimile edition. Um, Spider-Man number one. And he's got that at um, what thirty three, rank thirty three. Should be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that that's. Again, I don't know that that's possible. But yeah, so uh, it's not. It's not what the numbers we're used to. Still, we still haven't been able to get anything. Diamond's not letting. Giving all the information like they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're using and they're trying to blend UCS data or what little they have charts projections with diamond projections, mush them all together and come out with some kind of semblance of a of an estimate. Um, and I think we're just going to. We, Go back to February, January, February, and half of March when we actually, back when we, that was, that's the last time we actually knew anything. Yeah. You know? Anything was concrete. Anything that was kind of concrete, and it was never really great, but Mm -hmm. it was, it was better than this. So, yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Um, Take a look. There's a lot of stuff that you could, I, we're just scratching the surface. Uh, he does a good job. He just, um, I, I don't know that his overall um, is right. And, you know, when when he pushes them all together, I, I just don't, I don't see it. But to each his own. You guys, you guys might think they're spot on. There you go. Uh, Kyle, let's do our sneak peeks. 
Yeah, our sneak peek at next week. Of course, this is the stuff actually coming out. And we start where we do. We go to ucscomicdistributors.com forward slash new releases, and that gives us our DC items. So let's start right there. And the first thing we, of course, got to talk about is American Vampire 1976, number one. Scott Snyder, Raphael Albuquerque. Um, are you interested in this? Yes. Yes, I am. Um, but unfortunately, I'm so far behind. I, I, I never finished the last run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am. I like the look of it. Um, I like Scott Snyder when he's not doing dark metal stuff. Yep. <laughs> um, so I, I like all his, most of his stuff. Oh, and we got a Bat, Batman 100. And Batman 100, and the cool thing I like here is I really like the blank cover, um, because the blank cover actually has some nice gray bats on it. It's a very cool, striking cover. That's really nice. I'm and glad course, that they're playing with that. Yeah. The 1 in 25 Jorge Jimenez cardstock character variant is of the uh, flashy costume we're getting for Batman in this one. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, this really should have been Tom King's. He was supposed to be on the book at 100. Uh, so this was supposed to be his book. But mm-hmm. that, that's not what happened. <laughs> Wonder Woman number one facsimile edition from 1987. Where are you at? Uh, down towards the bottom. What was it? What would you say? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I remember this from FOC. Yeah, and I remember liking this uh, Young Justice 19 uh, class picture variant for the cover B. Oh, I gotcha. Other than that, we've got the big Batman 100 and the big American Vampire, the other things. Other than that, nothing else. What movie homage is the deceased dead planet? What movie is that an homage to? Um. Hmm. It looks really familiar, but it I am it does. Oh, uh, I, mean, I like it. I like it a lot. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what movie that is. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Is that all you had for DC? That is all I have for DC. Yeah, cool. Me too. Sorry, I'm researching real quick on that movie. I'm trying to find. <laughs> How are you doing that? Just trying to find, just looking around the internets. Well, anyway, while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about uh, getting it together, number one. Uh, this was a book I was excited about during the FOC. And this is a Cindy Grace book um, with uh, Jenny Fine doing the cover. I really like the cover. I think it's really striking. It's got a friend's, it's a friend's homage. Ah, that's uh, right. Um, 
And it's a slice of life book. He does a lot of slice of life books. And um, I'm excited for this one. So I'm hoping it does really well. And then the guy who does, uh, who did Vision um, is, no, it's different. I think that's a different water. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's the same guy. Uh, but anyway, he's doing the cover B, which is which is also nice, but it's not as good as the as the friends homage. Our lovely Walking Dead Deluxe is out. Ooh, yeah, uh, tons of tons of choices. Um, I couldn't make them, so I bought them all. <laughs> And that might be a refer a recurring theme. And That's going to be expensive. It's going to be an expensive. It's an expensive habit. There you go. Five five covers, six covers, four bucks a piece, twenty four dollars for a book, a story I've read a million times. There you go. <laughs> Dark horse. The second Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Probably hop on that. There's only four of them. Might as well collect the whole set. Spy Island has a really cool look to it. It's um, Liam Mitternich doing the covers. I really like those. They're very striking. But not doing the interiors. Is uh, Snake Eyes? That's Liefeld, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Liefeld doing those. He's writing it and doing a bunch of covers. People seem to be digging these. They're pretty. They're kind of hot. You should probably pick up those if you can. Yep. Transformers: Back to the Future Number One. This is your first appearance of Gigawatt, the new Transformer. Um, his uh, toy is out as well, and it's uh, there was a pre-order. To get it through Walmart for thirty bucks, but people were saying it was difficult to get through there, and that uh, sold on Amazon for fifty. So uh, there may be some spec on the actual Transformer toy for Gigawatt based on this series as well. Um, so if that's any indicator, we may want to jump on that. Huh? Great. Down into Marvel, where Amazing Spider-Man Forty Nine is going crazy. It's a lot of covers. J. Scott Campbell, we're doing that one. Why is that again? What landmark uh, is it? Shoot, eight fifty or something. Or yeah, eight fifty, something 50. like that. What? Give Give Marvel a reason. Yeah. Give ten dollars. Jesus Christ. Um, I am excited for the champions returning that's a fun team i hope uh ron Lim is good i don't know a lot of his stuff so i'm not 100 percent mm-hmm. sure i dig this official handbook of conan universe I didn't realize he had enough stuff to have a, an entire handbook. Yeah, so I was thinking I would be learning everything as I read that. A 
Marvel Zombies reprint. This is the Robert Kirkman. This is Robert Kirkman's first work for Marvel, I believe. Oh. Marvel snapshots have been fun. There's a Spider-Man Marvel snapshot. Hmm, not a whole lot for me in here. Yeah, it's enough for Marvel for me as well. Head on down to Dynamite. I'm really enjoying this uh, Nancy Drew series. I just hope they keep cranking these out. Issue 5 and continuing on. Man, Sacred Six got five covers for issue 3. Who's this? That's the Christopher Priest. Oh, okay. Yeah, not not Secret... What was it? What's the Tom Taylor? Yeah. The Secret Six? Sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and then down in Boom, we have We Only Find Them When They're Dead, number two. The first issue did well, uh, sales and spec wise. So keep an eye on number two. Yeah, 100%. And down into our smaller stuff. Archie's Halloween Spectacular, number one. It's American Ronin, number one. Uh, Peter Milligan book. It's from artists, writers, and artisans. Um, who we like a lot of the stuff that they do. And um, oh, yeah. this very striking cover. It looks really good. And, um, you know, every one that I've given a shot to, and I think I've read pretty much every one of them, uh, the AWA books, they're really, really solid. Hollywood Trash, number one, from Mad Cave Studios. Hollywood, famous for celebs, son, and murder cults. All right. Here's our Horizon Zero Dawn cover three, having Peach Momoko. And then in the uh, solicit, there is actually a set that you can buy of these for Momoko that's all four plus an additional one. So For a price. It's only available in the set. So From Ahoy Comics, we have Penultiman. Um, before AWA, there was Ahoy, and they were doing a lot of great stuff too. I did read the preview pages or the penultiman, penultimate man, penultiman, um, <laughs> zero issue that was in the back of something. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was really good. Uh, so, uh, again, another, another strong debut. If it's anything like the zero issue, and it probably is, um, check that out as well. John Carpenter presents Storm Kids, Stanley's Ghost, number one of one. 
So it looks very all agey, Stanley Squirrel. <laughs> but I'm not sure if there's a weird John Carpenter twist inside or not. Oh man, and there's our year zero trade paperback. Yes. Um, at a value price of $9.99, very good deal there. I think that's all I saw. All right, Drew. This is the point of the podcast where I ask your pick of the week, which is the one book to make sure you get and have in your back pocket because you are going to want it and it's going to double in price. Man, it's, good. it's a tough one. Um, Probably a little more fun than profit. Shout out to Joe for the suggestion. Um, but I'm going to go with Getting It Together, number one, from Senna Grace, uh, Jenny Fine, and uh, Max Struble doing some interior arts along with Cena Grace. Uh, but it's uh, an image comics book. Very good. And I am going with our good friends Transformers Back to the Future number one cover A with our friend Gigawatt on the cover and being his first appearance. Very cool. Our first Transformers pick. Yeah. That's awesome. But we thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself for our picks of the week. We've had all kinds of fun stuff going through the cover prices, the hot top tens, your FOCs, all the stuff to make sure you are well equipped for what's coming out in the world of comics and what's going on. Um, if you found a few things in here that we didn't find, be part of the podcast, uh, get a hold of us on the Twitters, the Facebooks the instagrams or through our gmail and make sure you're part of the podcast talk to us tell us what you're making money off of if we have missed something tell us where our little blind spot is or if you like me will be lining up early and often to make sure we have that first appearance of gigawatt let us know what you think on that as an old transformers person um makes me happy to see uh, first appearance of a new transformer and one that's uh, based off of deloreans kind of cool so that's pretty neat so we thank you once again for Drew and for myself. See you.